Hi, and welcome back for the last and final time. This is Cassidy. And I'm Bella. And I'm Isabella. And we're Saturdays are for the podcast. This week, on our final episode, we'll be discussing how America is creating its new nation after the Treaty of Paris. Now for a brief refresher to our sponsor, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a great fast food restaurant for all of your needs. And you could still enjoy the delicious chicken on Saturdays. Just the right day for our podcast. So a big thank you to Chick-fil-A. Time to get on with the show. Okay, so before we get started on a new topic, there are a few key terms you need to know. The Articles of Confederation. These articles were written for the first time when America tried to create its own government. It didn't really go over too well. Yeah, and today's rebellion was a large rebellion run by farmers. The Constitutional Convention was a new set of laws written by the Founding Fathers, creating America's first strong government. After the Constitutional Convention, the Great Compromise occurred. It was a compromise that happened in the House of Representatives, which allowed each state to have an assigned number of seats based on its population. Inside the ways of government, there was a system called checks and balances, where each and every branch of government was able to check in on each other while keeping power balanced. But the laws and rules of government weren't always agreed upon. Yeah, so there was two groups called the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists, and the Federalists (laughs) wanted a strong, powerful federal government, and the Anti-Federalists wanted a weaker central government so that all the power could go to the states. Oh, and one more thing. You, of course, have to know that the Bill of Rights was a document with the first ten amendments. Now that we're done with that, on to the main show! Now that the American Revolution is over, what's next for America? Well, in order for America to become successful, they need to create a strong government to keep the citizens in line. Since the collapse of the British monarchy in America, people have feared highly federal government. Why? What I think Bella is trying to say is that since the British monarchy has collapsed, the people of America fear of repeating this type of tyranny. Oh, so they're trying to move away from a strict monarchy government. Yeah, this is why the citizens of America are demanding government now and fast before things get out of hand. These new governmental ideas led to the Articles of Confederation. Articles? Like pages and pages of news that no one cares about? No. Um, these articles were a series of three pages, 13 pages, sorry, my bad, which created America's first form of government. Yeah, but didn't these articles lead to Shay's Rebellion because they basically sucked and nobody liked them? They were literally, like, intentionally made to, to be weak to protect state and citizen rights and liberties. And it weakened the federal government, so there were issues with taxing the people, doing the opposite of unifying states, almost erasing the purpose of even separating for Britain in the first place. So many people went against the Articles, and they wanted to create a new, better, and stronger government for America. People in western Massachusetts, typically farmers, started a rebellion against the Articles because they wanted a stronger federal government in order for our country's future to be bright. And so, the people began to want a different government, to stray away from such strong state governments and move toward a government that is built up of a strong federal system. This is what the Constitutional Convention was. A bunch of delegates met up together to make a new and revised version of the Articles. Some people took the Constitution way too strictly, while others took it less strictly, causing people to divide into two separate groups. Groups? What does that even mean? Yeah, um, so there were two groups. One of them was the Federalists, and the others were Anti-Federalists. So basically, the Federalists believed in a strong central government and applied a loose interpretation of the Constitution 
while anti-federalists took the Constitution very strictly, like they would, so if the Constitution said, didn't say one thing, then it was like, it wouldn't be true. Like, you have to make sure that it strictly says it, um, because they just wanted all the power within the states. Yeah, because then if they, if they didn't strictly say it, would probably be like, they'd find loopholes and stuff, which yeah. would end up like British. So the British, the British people. <laughs> So, the Federalists were also very focused on finance and business, and supported a national bank. Within a federal government, there were three branches split up, so there was a system called created called checks and balances. This system allowed the branches of government to check in with each other while also keeping power balance, because, once again, avoiding overpower in one specific branch. Yeah, so meanwhile, the Anti-Federalists believed in state governments and a weaker central government, unlike the Federalists. The states would form their own individual government system laws, believing in a very strict following of the Constitution. Basically, that if the Constitution didn't directly state something that the government could do, then it did not have that power. It was very state and citizen run. Since anti-federalists wanted people to have more say in government and federalists wanted representatives, they then set up the houses where the Great Compromise occurred. So the anti-federalists wanted um people in government to have more say so they kind of wanted like everything run by the people but the anti-federal the federalists wanted <laughs> representatives they wanted reps so the anti it was kind of like the same thing the anti-federalists were very state focused they're like okay the states need to run separately like they should not be together and the federalists were like okay let's run it as an entire country so therefore we're more unified hence the name the united states of america but whatever. but then so they kind of met in the middle because then the federalists allowed representatives to come to congress and stuff like that which is why they set up the house of reps where the great compromise occurred yes so the great compromise was that they compromised that each state was allowed to have an assigned number of seats based on its population. This allowed the states to still have a say in its government. So, for example, uh, nowadays, California has a lot of people in it. Therefore, they have more of a say in the government because they have more people representing the entire country as its own. Whereas the country, as a state like Rhode Island, where they may not have as many, more, as many people, they don't have as high representation. Yeah, the Federals really wanted representatives, so they set up the House of Reps in order to make this happen. So then following this new powerful government set up by America, they created a Bill of Rights. The first ten amendments? Uh, yeah. It was at the bottom of the Constitution, and it was written by Thomas Jefferson. It was, like, it was, like, kind of, like, inspired by him. Like, there's a lot of writers to it, so just, just, like, don't let him take all the credit, because that's not fair. Um, so, but what did these ten amendments do? They were basically just stating certain rights that citizens had. Oh, like freedom of speech, press, and religion? Exactly. It was the start to more freedom. And then some of the other amendments included the right to bear arms, no quartering of soldiers, so they don't repeat what happened before, the right of trial by jury, and so on. Uh, I feel like that quartering soldiers thing may have been slightly personal, but I could be wrong. But I think that was, <laughs> I think that was a little personal to Britain. But, you know, it was fun. Um, so, finally, for a short minute, the United States were finally unified like they had intended to be. After being under the strict tyranny of Britain for so long, America was finally what it had t- intended to be. And with that, our podcast is finished. Oh, yep. That's a wrap. I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah. Oh. Well, we all hope you enjoyed our podcast, and I hope that anytime you have Chick-fil-A, you think of us. Bye. 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 <laughs>